0: All India Radio presents Morning News. Good morning, I'm Abhishek Mukhopadhyay, the headlines. India says it's high time to collectively take decisive action against terror groups and their abettors that threaten fundamental human right to life. Prime Minister Narendra Modi to launch National Animal Disease Control Program for eradicating foot and mouth disease and brucellosis in livestock today. Petroleum and natural gas minister Dharmendra Pradhan says emerging Asia will be driving world economic growth in the next 20 years. US President Donald Trump sacks his national security advisor John Bolton and in football India advanced to second round of the men's world cup qualifying in Doha holding Asian champions Qatar to goalless draw. India says it's high time to collectively take decisive and firm action against terror groups and abettors that threaten the fundamental human right to life. Making a statement at the United Nations Human Rights Council, UNHRC, in Geneva, Secretary East in the Ministry of External Affairs, Vijay Thakur Singh said the world should call out those who are misusing the UNHRC platform for malicious political agendas under the garb of human rights. The world, in particular India, has suffered greatly on account of state-sponsored terrorism. It is time to collectively take decisive and firm action against terror groups who threaten fundamental rights to life. Without naming Pakistan, she said, those who are attempting to speak on human rights of minorities in other countries are trampling upon them at will in their own country. She said they cry victim when they actually are the perpetrators. The world is aware that this fabricated narrative comes from the epicenter of global terrorism, where ringleaders are sheltered for years. This country conducts cross-border terrorism as a form of alternate diplomacy. Exercising his right to respond to Pakistan foreign Minister statements at the UNHRC, first Secretary of the Permanent Mission of India to UN, Vimarsh Aryan said, India is not surprised at Pakistan's hysterical statements with false narratives aimed to politicize and polarize the forum. He said Pakistan realizes that India's decision cuts away ground from under its feet by creating obstacles in its continuing sponsorship of cross-border terrorism. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will launch today the National Animal Disease Control Program, NADCP, for eradicating the foot and mouth disease, FMD, and brucellosis in the livestock from Mathura in Uttar Pradesh. The program aims at vaccinating over 500 million livestock, including cattle, buffalo, sheep, goats and pigs, against the disease. It will be implemented for a period of five years till 2024 at a cost of 12,652 crore rupees. Our correspondent has filed this report. National Animal Disease Control Program is a 100% centrally funded program. It also aims at vaccinating 36 million female bovine calves annually in its fight against brucellosis disease. The objective of the program is to control foot and mouth disease and brucellosis by 2025 and their eradication by 2030. Both the diseases have a direct negative impact on the trade of milk and other livestock products. The launch of the scheme will give a major push towards government's efforts in doubling farmers' income. Anand Kumar, A.I. News, Mathura. The Prime Minister will also launch National Artificial Insemination Program during the event. He will also visit Pashup Vigyan Evang Arogya Mela and launch Babugar Sex Semen Facility. In addition, Mr. Modi will launch simultaneously countrywide workshops in Krishi Vigyan Kendras in all the 687 districts of the country on the topic of vaccination and diseases management, artificial insemination and productivity. During his visit to Mathura, the Prime Minister also take up the Swachatahi Seva program. In a major step towards doubling the farmer's income, Uttar Pradesh government has announced its Made in Agriculture Export Policy 2019. The new policy was approved by the State Cabinet, chaired by Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath in Lucknow yesterday. More from a correspondent. Informing about the decisions, a spokesperson of the government and minister, Shrikant Sharma told media that the Maiden Agricultural Export Policy, which will target to augment farmers' income and promote export of farm commodities, government aims at doubling the export of agricultural commodities by 2024 with the help of farmers' organizations. In another major decision, government had for the first time decided to allow procurement of paddy from contract farming and share proper with certain riders to ensure payment of minimum or to genuine farmers. So, Tiwari, AIR News, the Narendra Modi government has undertaken several reform measures in the first 100 days of its second term. Our correspondent takes a look at his several measures for good governance. To boost transparency and weeding out the corrupt, 49 taxmen, including senior officers, were given compulsory retirement in public interest. Parliament passed several significant bills like repeal of Article 370, reorganization of Jammu and Kashmir, Triple Talaq Bill and Motor Vehicle Bill. The passage of 30 bills by both the houses is a record in single first and effective session after constitution of the Lok Sabha. After the Modi government came in 2014, over 1,000 redundant laws were repealed. Now in 2019, it cleared a bill for the repeal of 58 redundant laws to ease the lives of people and ease business total installed renewable energy capacity of india crossed 80000 megawatt on 30th june this year Mish ar news delhi actor turned politician urmila matunkar and former maharashtra minister kripa shankar singh yesterday announced their resignations from the congress Matonkar, who unsuccessfully contested the looks of election in April from Mumbai, said that she is quitting owing to petty politics in the party. Mr. Singh said that he was leaving the Congress as he did not agree with the party's stand to oppose abrogation of Article 370. This is All India Radio giving you the news for quick news updates. Follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. Petroleum and Natural Gas Minister Dharmendra Pradhan has said that emerging Asia will be driving the world economic growth in the coming 20 years. Addressing the opening session of the 8th Asian Ministerial Energy Roundtable, AMER 8, in Abu Dhabi, Mr. Pradhan stressed that the low-income and low per capita energy-consuming countries should have access to technology and capital when it comes to energy efficiency. More from a correspondent. Shri Dharmendra Pradhan stressed that there is a need for comprehensive responses by involving all stakeholders and strengthening of bilateral, regional and multilateral relationships to achieve energy security and energy justice for all. Giving example of India, the minister said that a number of path-breaking policies and initiatives under the leadership of Prime Minister Modi have been taken during the last five years to realize energy justice for over 1.3 billion people in the country. India was the co-host of the 8th Asian Ministerial Energy Roundtable Meet. Kanchan Prasad, AIR News, Abu Dhabi. Onam has been celebrated today with traditional fervor. Keralites Across the Globe is celebrating the biggest festival with great enthusiasm. More from our correspondent. Onam, the most popular festival of Kerala, is being celebrated today in all its glory. It is a 10-day long festival from Attam to Tiruvannam. Onam commemorates the return of a mythical and righteous king, Mahabali. This festival is known for its security and inclusiveness. Irrespective of the caste and community, Onam is being celebrated by Keralites across the globe with full spirit. Mayusha for AR News from Thiruvananthapuram. The President, Vice President and Prime Minister have greeted people on the occasion of Onam. In his message, President Ramnath Kovind hoped that the auspicious Harvest Festival, which underlines the importance of agriculture in the country, will inspire people to work for the progress and prosperity of the nation. Vice President M. Kainaidu said, Onam represents the surrendering of the human ego and the attainment of inner peace. In a tweet, Prime Minister Narendra Modi hoped that the festival will further the spirit of happiness, well-being and prosperity in the society. Sri Lankan sports minister has rejected claims by a Pakistani minister that India influenced Sri Lankan players not to play in Pakistan, saying there is no truth in it. Sports Minister Harin Fernando said in a message that the players decided not to play purely based on the 2009 incident. A correspondent has filed this report. Sri Lankan sports minister said that players made their decision based on 2009 incident during which Sri Lankan cricket team had come under terrorist attack. The minister said they respected the player's decision and picked those who were willing to travel. His comments came as 10 Sri Lankan players including ODI and T20 captains opted out of Pakistan tour later this month. Pakistani minister Fawad Hussein has blamed India for decision of Sri Lankan players which Sri Lankan minister asserted that it is not based on truth. Santos Kumar for AIR News from Colombo. External Affairs Minister S. Jai Shankar yesterday met Singapore Deputy Prime Minister Hang Sui Keat. The two leaders discussed new avenues of relationship through the opportunities provided by New India. Mr. Jai Shankar tweeted that he discussed refreshing the India-Singapore agenda by exploring opportunities provided by New India. On Monday, Mr. Jai Shankar called on Prime Minister Lee Xian Loong and discussed with him bilateral ties and the issues concerning the world. U.S. President Donald Trump has fired his national security advisor, John Bolton. In a tweet, Trump said he has already informed John Bolton that his services were no longer needed at the White House. Bolton also said that he offered to resign previous night. The exit comes amid reports that there is disagreement within the administration over Trump's decision to host a now canceled meeting with Taliban leaders at Camp David. The United States President has issued a new executive order that will enhance the country's ability to target terrorists and those who finance the activities to deter perpetrators of terrorism worldwide. Utilizing the new order, the Treasury sanctioned over two dozen individuals and entities from 11 terrorist groups, including Tehrik e Taliban, Pakistan. At a joint news conference with the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, the Treasury Secretary New Chin said it allows the U.S. government to better target terror group leaders and provides new tools to pursue individuals who participate in terrorist training. In Afghanistan, a large explosion rocked capital Kabul near the U.S. Embassy during the wee hours today. A plume of smoke rose over Kabul just after midnight and sirens could be heard. No injury has been reported. It was the first major attack in the Afghan capital since President Donald Trump abruptly called off U.S. Taliban talks over the weekend. In Iraq, American warplanes have dropped 36,000 kilograms of bombs on an island in the Tigris River to target Islamic State group. The U.S.-led coalition said F-15 and F-35 warplanes took part in the bombing on the Kwanus Island in the central province of Salaheddin, north of capital Baghdad, yesterday. A video released by the military showed massive explosions, creating mushroom clouds blowing from the island that was subjected to carpet bombing. U.S. Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin said that President Donald Trump is ready to meet his Iranian counterpart Hassan Rouhani without preconditions while maintaining maximum pressure on Tehran. The statement came just days after Iran said it has fired up centrifuges to boost its enriched uranium stockpiles. In the Men's Football World Cup qualifying round, Gurpreet Singh Sandhu played the match of his life as India held Asian champions Qatar to a goalless draw to earn the first point in a Group E second round in Doha yesterday. Gurpreet led the Indian team who are 41 rungs below Qatar in the FIFA rankings. Qatar are ranked 62nd in the world to India's 103. The Bengaluru FC custodian who was recently awarded the Arjuna Award made a string of saves to keep the hosts at bay for the entire duration of the match. Qatar had 27 shots on target and yet failed to beat Gurpreet in India's goal as a team under the Croatian coach Igor Stimak celebrated the draw like a victory at the final whistle. And now for an overview of today's newspapers, it's over to Sunil Verma. Thank you, Pishek. The UN Human Rights Council session in Geneva makes for front-page news in almost all the dailies this morning. India snubs Park's Valley interference bid in Geneva, leads the Pioneer. The Indian Express quoting India, the session says, Park using UN forum for malicious agenda. The Asian Age quotes the government as saying, no one in JNK to be forced to sell land. Park reactivates seven launch pads on LOC to push in 275 jihadis, notes The Times of India. The Tribune reports former Pakistani lawmaker Baldev Kumar seeks asylum in India. Centre may not apply new tedious rules to some sectors, informs Hindustan Times. And finally, gaining weight in old age decoded. Well, Asian Age reports that lipid turnover in the fat tissues, which is the rate at which lipid of fat in the fat cells is removed, decreases during aging and makes it easier to gain weight. With that, back to you, Abhishek. Thank you Sunil. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. India says it's high time to collectively take decisive action against terror groups and their abettors that threaten fundamental human right to life. Prime Minister Narendra Modi to launch a national animal disease control program for eradicating foot and mouth disease and brucellosis in livestock today. Petroleum and natural gas minister Dharmendra Pradhan says emerging Asia will be driving world economic growth in the next 20 years. U.S. President Donald Trump sacks his national security advisor John Bolton and in football, India advanced to second round of the men's World Cup qualifying at Doha, holding Asian champions Qatar to goalless draw. And with that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day.